wonderful friend, welcome to Faith FM Drive Time BQ&A. This is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion and the Bible, and where we look at the world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. I am Nick Rita, your host. Thank you for tuning in. Please stay with us for this hour as we are going to open the Bible once again and learn a little bit more what a subject, what a theme we had for the last few weeks and we are continuing. I'm very happy to be with you today, but I have with me also uh, on the phone this time uh, two of my co-hosts. I hope that everything will go okay with both of them. Uh, one is uh, right somewhere in uh, in close to the... M- Middle of Australia, in the outback, and I will say hello to David Gilmore. Can you hear us, David? Let's see if David is there. Can you hear us, David? Oh, well, we'll try David. We'll try David uh, Delima. David, can you hear us? Yes, I can do it. All right. At least, uh, David, you are with us. <laughs> and I don't know what happened with uh, David. I w- I'm still uh, trying to see if uh, we can um, connect with uh, him. Uh, but uh, it's good to have you with us, uh, uh, David. And uh, today, David, we are uh, going to look into uh, a very interesting, you know, uh, topic. And uh, we already uh, dealt with some of this uh, during the the week. And uh, we just um, want to continue today to see how we can uh, follow Jesus, how we can. Uh, be right with Jesus. David, I will come to you first uh, to um, share with us a little bit on uh, the, the segment which you have prepared for today, World Watch. Do you have anything uh, for us, David, today? Yes, I've always got something negative to report, I'm sorry to say, <laughs> Nick. And uh, this week, of course, we've had the NAPLAN results. This is a survey as to the academic achievements of children at school. And uh, some 30% are below standard, below the acceptable standard for reading and writing. Mm. Oh, well, that's uh, that's something, eh? Well, most concerning indeed. Uh, what is going on in our schools? And, of course, the standards are not particularly high, I've got to say, certainly compared to uh, when I was at school. Mm. So we, we've got... The situation where uh, where students uh, are not being asked to do too much, and yet they're still struggling to come up with the answers to the questions in in uh, reading and writing and arithmetic. So most disappointing. Mm. Oh well. So uh, I think the solution yeah. to this, uh, what we've argued at Family Voice, is that we need to free up parents so that they can have greater freedom of choice as to where their children are going to school. Mm-hmm. So at the, at the moment, uh, most people send their children to state schools, and there's a good reason for that. It's basically free education, so-called. But, of course, it's the taxpayer who pays. So, famously, it's been said no one gets a free lunch. Mm. Well, no one gets a free education either. So our taxes are being used, both uh, individuals as they pay tax on their income and as all of us pay GST on petrol or on any things like... uh, uh, and anything from the shops that's had uh, a labour component added, mm-hmm. uh, so so the basics are exempt from GST, such as milk and cheese and eggs and. Right. Yes. So we pay our taxes on personal income, 
and then we pay GST on petrol, on all manner of goods and services. So everyone pays tax, and corporations, of course, pay tax. So all of this is uh, put into the Treasury and is used to pay for various things. Mm. So it's our money which is being used, but if you... If you go to a state school, then you don't pay any additional cost or very little. Mm-hmm. But if you want to send your children to an independent school, and there are many of those, Seventh-day Adventist, uh, Pentecostal, Anglican, Uniting, etc. If you want to uh, have the benefit of, of a non-government education, uh, and, I, and I heavily emphasize non-government mm. education, uh, that is where the values that are being taught are much more likely to be attuned to what parents want for their children and possibly the standards academically will be higher. Certainly there will be a competitive element there which doesn't exist in the state school system. But if you want that freedom of choice, well, you have to pay twice. So you're paying firstly through your taxes and then secondly you're paying the school fees. So we would like to see at Family Voice, we'd like to see all of education privatised in the mm. same way that governments have learned not to run airlines or banks or, or telecommunication services. Let, let the private uh, sector run those and do so more efficiently and more effectively mm. and not at taxpayer expense. So we have the same view with regard to education and we know that that is not going to be achieved overnight, uh, if at all, but a, a fairer approach than the current situation would be what we call a voucher system and that means that the government will give to every every parent uh, a voucher to use for the education of the child and they could spend that voucher so to speak at a state school if they wish to have a government education uh, or they can spend it at a an independent school uh, if they would like to have an independent education they might have to uh, top up the the expense there, but at least it would be a level playing field where the same taxation dollars would be applied to families, whether they choose government education or independent education. Okay. And uh, David, uh, how do you see this uh, developing? Uh, I mean, what are your, uh, um, you know, hopes in this regard? <laughs> well, I'm a very practical man. I'm, I'm, uh, there's a famous old saying, uh, uh, optimist, Uh, pessimism of the intellect and optimism of the will. It's a great old saying. Uh, pessimism of the intellect, but optimism of the will. So I, I recognize that <laughs> we're asking for something that's a big ask, but you never know because governments do sometimes reform themselves and they do listen and they do respond. We're really talking about a democratic principle here, of course, because Uh, about 35% of of students in school are in independent education, mm. and that number is just growing and growing every year. But parents are voting with their feet. They do want the alternative. Uh, 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 more than one-third want that alternative, and that's a big voting block. So if they were to rally themselves a little more and realize that they're being ripped off by governments, And I may emphasize that they're being ripped off by governments. Mm. If they were to organize themselves a bit better into a strong voting block, then governments would be terrorized into action. So this is the power of the ballot box. But uh, because we're all so scattered and enveloped by apathy and ignorance, then um, it's not something that's going to happen overnight. So it could happen. I hope it will happen. I'm not particularly optimistic uh, in that sense. But um, nevertheless... Uh, we are we are working on this, so 
a dashed off a letter to the editor of all the major newspapers this morning, so wait and see if any of them pick that up tomorrow. We sent off a media release earlier in the week that was utterly ignored, but I give thanks to God for Faith FM and for other media outlets that are prepared to let us express these very important concerns. We're talking about the welfare of children, and that means the future of the nation. Yes. So this is no, no mere academic exercise. It's a uh, most important matter uh, for both society, government, and and Christian people and all citizens to pay attention to very carefully. Mm. Oh, indeed, indeed, David. And you know what? We have uh, the advice of the Bible uh, to ask mm-hmm. God, you know, to ask yes. God and we'll receive. Uh, we are talking um, for this week and the last week, uh, essential, essential steps uh, mm-hmm. to walking with Jesus. You know, I mean, this is one of the, the things to to ask God. To unite, as you said, in um, in those uh, aspects, and particularly from a Christian point of view, um, yes. you know, Apostle Paul says that uh, yeah, we ha- in the things which we agree, you know, we should pull together and uh, you know uh, move forward uh, with the things, and particularly in education, it's a very big um, issue these days, you know, uh, yeah. um, you know. I remember when I was myself young, education was first on the list, you know, uh, the governments, and even though I grew up in a communist country, and still education was uh, very much uh, uh, on the top of the list, you know, to focus on that, to have good education. And we hope that, uh, yeah, we wouldn't forget uh, those things. Well, thank, thank you so much, David, for bringing that uh, to our attention. And um, yeah, well, we'll pray. We'll pray for that. See what happens. Uh, are you are you going to stay with us for the rest of the program, or you are uh, moving uh, on? Uh, I will move on now. But uh, thank you so much for the opportunity to share it briefly. Well, well, it's it's wonderful to be able to have uh, have you with us even uh, over the phone. Thank you again. Looking forward, David, to see you come here in the studio. Until then, may God bless you and be with you as you continue to, um, you know, stay uh, tall for the, um, you know, the rights uh, of every individual. But in particular, you know, um, yeah, you have this uh, passion, uh, family. And uh, family is the nucleus of society. <laughs> I believe if we have a exactly. he- healthy family, uh, we can have a strong uh, society too. Amen. Yeah, God bless you. Catch you later. Thanks, thanks. Yeah. All my dear friends, uh, listening to Faith FM Drive Time Big Q&A, please stay with us uh, here today. We are continuing uh, after a short break with uh, David uh, Gilmore. Uh, very keen to hear a little bit more from uh, David. Uh, right now he's somewhere in uh, Tenon Creek, I believe, in uh, Central Australia. And uh, yeah, I will come to him just in a moment. But uh, right now, um, I have a little song for you and then uh, we'll continue. This program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio.
FM Drive Time BQ&A with Nick Rita. Just a few moments ago, we had with us David Lima from uh, Family Voice Australia. But uh, right now with us uh, on the line, uh, David uh, Gilmore. Uh, David, can you hear us? Yes, uh, it's lovely to be with you this evening. That's wonderful. Just a few glitches there at the beginning. I, I was a bit worried that I would not be able to connect with you properly, but uh, because we have a kind of a, yeah, a conference uh, call and it's good to have you with us. David. Now, you are in um, Tenant Creek at the moment, are you? That's correct. I'm at the, uh, the Seventh-day Adventist Church here and I'm right in the churchyard and it's a nice, beautiful, cool evening and I'm happy to be with you talking about the topic for this evening. Wonderful. Now, uh, David, just uh, a little bit of yourself, because I'm pretty sure um, our listeners, particularly those uh, um, you know frequent listeners to Faith FM, may heard you before. You, we have you a few times with us. But uh, hey, you are ministering in uh, Alice Spring, but you have uh, one of the most uh, vast areas there, and you know, extended area in the in the central of Australia. Can you tell us a little bit about your ministry where are you coming from because i know you are on the road and that's why i was not able to have you with us when you are home you are stopping somewhere to be able to broadcast with us yes we've been in townsville Uh, we had a a camp convention there for a a week and then i was preaching for uh five weeks in townsville Mm mm-hmm about Jesus, and uh, we had 14 decisions for baptism, and we're now headed back to Alice Springs, where we live. But uh, my area covers from Tennant Creek, where we are now, mm-hmm. which is around the center of the Northern Territory, and right to the south border and across. So it's more than half the Northern Territory. There's three church buildings. Mm-hmm. We have two workers at Fink, which is right at the south, Next to the Simpson Desert, we have two Bible workers here, Aliki and Lawata at Tennant Creek, and we have two Bible workers in Alice Springs itself, one from Brazil, one from Fiji. And uh, when I go back, we're planning a baptism in September. So we there's a lot of things going on. We have a lot of Aboriginal communities here. There are 300 in my area. Mm. 
and that includes nine different languages. So it's a huge area, uh, even though the population isn't uh, great. It's, mm. uh, there's more than one in four of them would be Indigenous folks, First Nation people. Okay, okay. Well, uh, yes, uh, as you said that you are in Tenon Creek, I remember that you said uh, your territory starts from there somewhere and goes all the way, as you said, uh, um, you know, Fink, uh, and then uh, what are other places where you travel? Because I know uh, you are quite a bit on the road and... Um, Uh, it's long distances there. Uh, we, I don't know in mileage how uh, on kilometers uh, how vast will be that area, but um, uh, it's that easy, you know, to be there in uh, in the outback. Yes, yes, we uh, we we go right out to Uluru. Uh, we have a community there where we uh, Aboriginal community at Mukujulu. We're planning to put Faith FM in there sometime in the near future, and at Yulala, which is the little com- community where all the tourists come and the hotels and the facilities there where if you want to uh, visit mm. that area. So, uh, and then we go out to the west as far as Kintor, Haas Bluff, Mount Liebig. So that goes right to the western border, western Australian border. So we, then we go to the east, and I think it's a bit more towards the east and there's Haas Range and other mm-hmm. communities. So we, We have a very, very big area and lots of um, little groups. Mm-hmm. Some of them go to Mamarafa College, which is a seven-day Adventist college for mm-hmm. Aboriginals, mm-hmm. where they can do ministry and do Bible study and uh, do help. So it's um, it's uh, wonderful to work together uh, with the uh, the college there and the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders uh, work in the church. It's mm-hmm. um, But it is a big area, and there's a lot of people responding mm, mm. to the message of Jesus. So it's, that's, there's that's, a lot of hope. Yes, that's wonderful. And as you just pointed out, even though it's not that uh, highly dense, you know, uh, population there, but there are still children of God. You know, uh, Jesus would, would have come, you know, for one uh, of us, uh, whatever we are. And um, I've been able and blessed to to come in Alice Spring, and I've been uh, in Fink some years ago, and I could see, you know, the excitement, you know, in yes. in the hearts of uh, particularly the uh, those people who who may not enjoy um, all the um, latest uh, modern uh, facilities and whatever, uh, but they have. Uh, a smile on, on their faces. And that, that yeah, really, yeah. Uh, really, you know, uh, pleased me to see. And I'm, I believe you come across many, many stories and uh, miracles uh, with those people um, as you travel around in, in that area. Well, again, it's very good to have you with us, David. Uh, we are um, continuing um, under this theme of uh, essential steps to walking with Jesus. Yes, and yes. Uh, uh, now we are in the second uh, week and we ask a few questions uh, already this week. Uh, how do I grow in Christ? Yes. Does God have a calling for me? I mean, mm-hmm. uh, even there in the outback, I mean, does God have a calling for each individual or there are certain uh, appointed people only and then we just going with a, with a flow? 
I thought that was a very good question, you know, to deal with. And my dear friends listening today, if you miss some of these programs, you know that you can go back on um, faithfm.com.au and uh, you can listen there or even better, you know, have our app on your device, on your phone or tablet and where Wherever you are, even if you don't have signal um, on waves, you know, as we broadcast, you can listen to us live or uh, on demand. And you can visit some of these programs if you miss some of them. Another question, uh, David, we dealt with was, um, um, is it possible to hear God? I mean, does God speak to us today? Or, or that was just in the olden days, with the prophets and, you know, those kind of things. And uh, mm-hmm. again, just that uh, night, you know, was a very interesting question too. Uh, speaking to God, you know, I mean, is that possible that we can talk to God? You know, mm-hmm. uh, it's not only to hear from God, but can we talk to God? I think that was, uh, yeah, those questions very important for these times. Uh, we oh, absolutely. In. Because, yes, yes. yeah, because we relay a, a lot on the... Um, modern gadgets and things and science and so on and so forth. And some pi- sometimes people can be ridiculed when they talked about that, you know, uh, I spoke with God today. I mean, in which way? Uh, we're going to maybe just just touch on those ones, if you like, uh, David, a little bit. But our question today is how do I handle doubt? Because that's, yeah. a, that's a big thing, I believe. Uh, we can be trapped into this sort of, uh, oh, well, you know what, um, yeah, maybe God spoke with some people in the past, maybe some people could hear God, but today I don't know, you know, if uh, it happens, because I haven't heard uh, many people, you know, um, or I haven't experienced myself, and why not? You know, it can, it can take a bit of a um, room in our hearts, you know, a bit of doubt. You know, and we are going to deal with this uh, a little bit, uh, David. Uh, are you yeah. able to uh, to just take us through a little bit? Maybe even share some of your experiences you have uh, if you come across people who who are in doubt of um, of God and uh, uh, working with Him. You know. Yes, it's interesting. Uh, when I was in council, we were in a caravan park, and there were various people that came in there that we were interacting with. And one of the families that I was with there were an Italian family. And some of the children came and asked the, the, the two boys, uh, are you God people? Uh, and uh, they said, yes, yes, we believe in God. Oh, we, we, we don't believe in God. And they were sort of, the boys were, were trying to answer that question, why did they believe in God? Mm. And uh, it's it's a very important question because a lot of people doubt the existence of God nowadays because there's um, science sometimes contradicts the Bible. Uh, sometimes there are so many different views out there, mm. world views wow. of, of the Bible, so many different religions. How can we tell what is true? And there are some uh, false teachings that have been picked up from traditions that are not really, they didn't originate with the Bible, that cast doubt on God. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for example, some people think people are burned forever and ever in hell and they're suffering, whereas the Bible says that death will be destroyed and that there'll be no more death or sorrow or crying or pain. There'll be no more pain in the universe after God, the great controversy is finished. So, 
doubts come because of uh, misunderstandings. Um, and when you read the Bible and you ask God, I'm glad that you, you talked about talking to God. Mm-hmm. He says you can ask him. And when you ask him, he's promised the best gift heaven could give us, and that's the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is a person who will guide you into all the truth that you need to know. Right. And uh, so that's a very important thing to do because Jesus is not willing that any should perish, the Bible says. He doesn't want to see anybody mm, lost. Mm. He's, he's, um, he, he loves us so much. And like you mentioned earlier, even if one person uh, had responded to him, he would have died for them. Jesus would have given his life for them. So that's an amazing truth the Bible portrays for us. Absolutely. And you know, again, uh, the Bible says that uh, ask and you shall receive. Now, yes. you mentioned, you know, these people uh, uh, may may ask questions like uh, how shall I know the right way? Um, if the Bible is uh, truly the word of God, how can I become free of doubt? You know, um what do you say when uh, you come across maybe some questions like that? Well, it, there's, there's one thing I think that people get confused on, and that is are they, what are they going to build their faith or their belief structure on? Now, some people think it needs demonstration. In the time of Jesus, they asked him, well, we'll do a great miracle for us, and then we'll believe. Okay. Well, Jesus said, you know, that's not what he... That's not the way he works. He puts in the Bible prophecies. He put promises. The prophecies of Jesus all came true, hundreds of them. Other prophecies of nations and what would happen are there. There is plenty of evidence to build your faith on so that you need have no doubt. Uh, So one is to look at the Bible, the evidence in the Bible, and that is overwhelmingly clear that it is a, a true book, 100%. Not one thing has been proved wrong in the Bible by any atheist or agnostic. Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing is the promises. Now, that is comes with experience. You mentioned a very good promise there. Ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. If you ask God something he's promised, mm. he will definitely answer your prayer. Right. And then as you uh, continue on that journey of your experience with him, your trust and doubts will disappear. So we have the Bible for evidence. Okay. We have our experience. And we have evidences also in nature. And, uh, you know, other people too come to us and share their stories of what God's done for them. And that is a wonderful way mm. to eliminate our doubt. Somebody may be going through what we're questioning ourselves and they found the answer and they can share it with us. All so right. doubts can be totally eradicated if we uh, rely on those wonderful sources. Okay, you're saying that uh, God uh, gives us facts and reasons before he yes. asks us to believe. Now, Yes, he, yeah, he yeah. does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we know he lives, you know, because he's the creator, and we can see the creation yeah. all around us. Um, he shows yeah. us uh, his character by uh, yeah. what he does for us. If we, if we have an experience with him, uh, 
And we know yes. his word, as you said, as you mentioned, is true because things have happened um, the way yeah. he said they would in the in the past. And uh, the prophecies are so important of the Bible. Also, Jesus mentioned uh, about this uh, too, uh, saying that I'm telling you these things, you know, and we'll see the fulfillment. You'll know that what I said is true. I mean, these are very important aspects, are they? Absolutely, yes, yes. And, and when we we study these things. Uh, and if we uh, we're not to go on miracles, for example, that's that's a demonstration. Mm. Demonstrations are not what we're looking for. It's clear cut evidence. Uh, you know, we can't believe everything we see. We can't believe everything we hear, uh, or even touch. Mm. And and uh, Peter said that we have a more sure word of prophecy, whereunto you do well that you take heed, as unto a light that shines in a dark place. So. And the day dawn arise in your heart. So our minds are dark. We know nothing. We need the light to come in so that we can understand uh, what's happening, where we came from, mm-hmm. or how did sin enter this world? Where are we going? What's the solution? So there are important questions, and these uh, need not be based on doubt because mm-hmm. doubt is, is something which God does not include in what we should be experiencing. So he asked us, look, have a look at the evidence, and you will see it, and then your faith will grow. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Absolutely. So the Bible is clear. Satan can do miracles. Satan can do great wonders. The Bible tells us that. So mm. don't base your, your evidence on that. Base your evidence on the scripture and the prophecies, the promises, and the sure word that is there. Absolutely. Very good. Very good. And yet, uh, David, uh, God does not make, make it impossible for us to, to doubt. You know, our, our uh, faith must rest on uh, good reasons, not on yes. absolute proof. You know? Uh, yes. Yes. Th- those who wish to, to doubt may do so. But people oh, who yeah. yeah, but people yeah, people who really desire to know the truth will find good reasons to believe. Yes. They can rest yes. their faith on the word of God as you pointed out. This is true. So there are opportunities. If somebody wants to doubt, God will not come down with a bolt of lightning and show them Oh, no, you're wrong. Mm. Uh, he will allow them to choose to doubt if they want to. Now, we, we have an example in the Bible, of a few examples mm. of that. One was doubting Thomas. Yes. You know, he, he would not believe. In fact, the disciples were all doubting. They wouldn't believe the women that they, Jesus had risen and that um, Mary had seen him. Uh, and so it's interesting that Jesus went with two of the men and he told them from the scriptures how that he should have died and risen again the third day, and then then they understood and they believed. Uh, it's interesting how all of these men, uh, Jesus appeared to um, ten of the apostles, mm-hmm. and Thomas wasn't there, and they he wouldn't believe the evidence that was clear. So God allowed him to doubt, but then he came himself and said, here's my hand, here's the scars on my hand, put your finger in there. And, and don't be doubting. He said, if you 
you know, you've seen these things and you believe. What about there are many who will believe on me who have never seen me? And this is what we can do. We can choose. If you want to believe, there is plenty of evidence. If you want to doubt and you don't want to believe in God, well, you can do that as well. So it basically comes down to choice. Absolutely. And you know what? If we base our um, relationship with God uh, or our faith uh, in God just on uh, proofs, you know, all those things, I mean, it is impossible for our minds to understand fully the character or the works of God. I mean, even the brightest, best educated people oh, cannot fully sure. understand such a holy being. I mean, he will always be a mystery. Uh, I'm thinking of Job, you know, um, yes. Yes. A, a wonderful man of God. And God said about him, uh, even talking to the enemy of us all and the enemy of God, which is Satan. Have you seen my righteous man job and but you know job is, is saying you know uh, in in job um, 11 verses 7 and 8 about this you know um just a couple of things uh, um can you discover the limits and bounds of the great greatness and power of god yes. the yes. sky is no limit for god yes but yes. it lies beyond your reach god knows yes. the world of the dead, but you do not yes. know it. You know, uh, we have to admit these sort of things, you know, but that doesn't mean that we should uh, fall into the doubts and, and uh, dismiss the clear evidence of God and go- what God revealed for us and what is needed for us and for our salvation in the state in the, we are in the, in this sinful, uh, you know, state we are. Yes. Oh, no, absolutely, Nick. Uh, it, it's interesting uh, that t- even the Bible itself, you can't understand everything that's in the Bible mm. because it is re- it's revealing the mind and the, the thoughts of God. Now, we're created beings. There's no way that we will ever fully comprehend everything about God, even some things like the incarnation of Christ, for example, the resurrection of Jesus, the, you know, even sin entering this world. Uh, there are certain things that the mind can, can't fully uh, grasp. We, we get a bit of a handle on it, but we can't fully understand it. Mm-hmm. And that is actually proof itself. It's an evidence itself that the Bible is God's word. And that the nature, even the greatest scientists, cannot fully comprehend even the simplest, uh, you know, part of creation, because it's too complex. Mm-hmm. And I think this is this is good. And we don't need to use those things to hang doubts on. If we, you know, that is more evidence that really there is a God, that He is a tremendous and a, a, an amazing person, that whose wisdom is. And his thoughts are far higher than, than we can comprehend and far deeper than we can dig into. So I think it's important to realize the limitations that we have and not use those limitations as an excuse for doubt. Absolutely, absolutely right. Hey, David, I'm going to take a short break here, but I want to um, take this opportunity to share with our uh, listener um, the wonderful offer which we have uh, for today. And this is a little book called Steps to Christ. 
thousands have become acquainted with Jesus through this little book, Steps to Christ. And it has helped many more, including those who have walked with him for years to know him better in just uh, very little, 13 little uh, chapters, but also for those ones who um, are at the beginning, at the, the start of their journey. This wonderful book, Steps to Christ, will help you, my dear friend mm-hmm. listening today, to know Jesus more and to trust in God more and not to have doubts. You just need to send us mm-hmm. a text message to 048 The code for this book is SA132. Please send us a text message to 048-808-1. This program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. And we also we are very grateful for the support of uh, Adventist World Radio, a wonderful ministry. They are uh, broadcasting all over the world, and we are able also to, to broadcast. Um, and, uh, yeah, we thank God for uh, all those people involved in uh, um, making it possible that the gospel can go to the end of the, uh, mm-hmm. the world. Now, I'm pretty sure, David, that uh, you are familiar with this uh, book, uh, Steps to Christ. Probably you, you have read this um, a couple of, m- many times, who knows. Uh, but yeah, it's a, it's a wonderful Holy little book, yeah? What would you say about this? I believe it's, uh, it's transforming, you know, the lives of many people uh, and uh, guide, mm-hmm. guiding yeah. us to the Bible. Oh, yes. In fact, outside of the Bible itself, it is the, the best read and the best selling book in many languages in the whole world. Mm. Uh, so, and, and it's, it's a book that's not only good for new Christians, as you mentioned, it's great for even pastors and, and men of experience. And I read it again over and over because, you know, the, the steps there, in fact, what we're talking about today, what to do with doubt. There's a whole chapter on that that, mm. that our listeners could go to and they will be enriched with the you know the wisdom that's there, which brings out a text in the Bible uh, and puts it together in the perspective of this topic. And, uh, you know, we could read that whole chapter here and people would really be enlightened. But to get the book for yourself, what a great opportunity. I, I'd highly recommend it to our listeners. And even if they have that book, go and read it again. It's a, I enjoyed it. I went over this chapter, oh, quite a few times when I knew that we were talking about it, just to refresh my memory on this beautiful topic. Oh, wonderful. And again, my dear friend, listening today, uh, the book which we offer uh, today, it's called uh, Steps to Christ. You just need to send us a text message with the code SA132. The number is zero four triple eight. Eight zero eight double one. On the same number, you can be part of this program. You may send us a question, uh, maybe a thought, a comment in regard to the topic we were, we are um, talking about, or you may have a prayer request if you like to share uh, with us and with our listeners. Please don't hesitate to uh, utilize this number which we provide. You can only send text messages to this one. It's zero four triple eight eight zero eight double one. David, I'm going to take, um, you know, a, a bit of time now, a minute or two to play a song. And this is a wonderful uh, song called um, um, 
when overwhelmed with doubt. When overwhelmed with doubt and fear, great God, do thou my spirit cheer. Let not mine eyes with tears be fed, but to the rock of ages let me be led. When storms, when storms of sin and sorrow beat, lead me. This is Faith FM Drive Time BQ&A with Nick Rita. And with us today is David Gilmore. David is serving as a minister in Alice Spring and the surroundings. And right now he is just stopping in Tenant Creek and being able to talk to us over the phone. David, it's very good to have you with us. I, uh, right to be with you. Yes, uh, David. Now we have um, a little bit more time left, maybe left less than ten uh, minutes, and I wonder if you could uh, bring it a little bit together about uh, how do I handle uh, doubt? Okay, that's that's a really good. There's one thing I, I enjoyed that song: um, sin and guilt. 
uh, some things that can bring guilt. Mm. Um, if if we have a love for sin, uh, that's when people make excuses. So, you know, I've found in my own experience, I need to work out whether I love sin more or I love Jesus more. And, you know, I've, I've worked out that Jesus is it's far better to love him than the, the things that this world offers. Uh, you know, feelings, Satan will try to appeal to feelings uh, and, and, you know, give us things that feel good, but they're actually destroying us. So that's the way he works with riches, with feelings, with uh, the things of this world, cares of this world can, can put doubts there. Whereas if I just behold Christ by you know, reading about him, especially in the Gospels and some of the beautiful prophecies of Christ, uh, you know, even the epistles of Paul and some of the letters of the New Testament, there's so much about Christ. If I behold him, there's a song that says the things of this world will grow strangely dim. They don't have their attraction anymore. And as Paul said in Romans 7, the things I used to, to love I now hate. Uh, and, and if you put your focus in the right place. Mm. So what, what we need to, to decide, which way do I want to go? And uh, I have decided, and I think many have joined with us, Nick, and to decide for Jesus. He is such a wonderful friend. He walks by us. He, his word talks to us like a friend talking to us. It, it shows me what to do with my doubts, how to disperse them and replace them with joy and happiness and peace and assurance. Mm. Yes. I, I think it's a wonderful way to, to, to deal with doubt. So true, so true, uh, David. And, uh, you know, doubt, it's... Uh, can be so much in uh, uh, in the hearts and in the minds uh, of the believers. It's not only those people who don't believe in God. You know, oh, yeah. uh, uh, yeah. it's yeah. so easy to be discouraged or disappointed or, uh, you know, uh, yeah, to allow, <laughs> to allow the creeping, you know, the doubts in, in our minds and in our life. And that can be devastating, you know, for, um, for each one of us. Because I came across people who were, you know, following God, faithful to God for many, many years. And they lost it. You know, they, they just lost their uh, faith in God. And I looked back and I thought, why? Why that happened? What's happened yes. with with uh, yes. that person in particular? And we need to be very aware of this uh, ourselves, you know, to keep ourselves continually uh, connected with God and trust in Him and allow Him to this to reveal Himself to us. Yes, I think there's three things that help in you know stay firm in the faith. One is you know there's a children's song: read your Bible. Pray every day. Mm. Uh, you know it's important to do that because our spiritual nature we have we have a battle. There's a there's a struggle going on in our minds. Everybody between the carnal mind or, or the the mind that is our natural mind. Uh, we, we are born with a sinful tendencies. We need to feed our spiritual nature by allowing 
the Word of God and to, to come in and not only to read the Bible and to pray, but to share what God is doing for you. You know, there are, every day there are experiences that help us to build our faith and to, so, and when circumstances come, like the loss of a loved one or, you know, something happens, a tragedy, we are so, we've been walking with Jesus so long, you'll trust him through those difficult times mm, mm. that can bring doubt if you don't feed the spiritual nature because the carnal mind is not subject to the law of God. It, it won't believe the Bible. It, it wants to follow the wrong way. So there's a battle in our mind that's going on. And, you know, the Bible tells us there are good and evil angels in this great controversy. Mm-hmm. The good angels are trying to point us to the Word of God, point us to, to to talk to God. And if you read the Psalms, even people that were really in a bad situation, like King David was hunted by Saul, mm-hmm. he cried out in his despair, and he didn't lose his way. Even though he had some doubts, he made some mistakes, he came through. Because he kept his eyes focused on the Word of God and his assurance and his promises. Yes, indeed. So that, that, uh, I'm sure that will help uh, some of our listeners because we all go through challenges. Yeah, and ourselves and, uh, in everyday life, you know, because we are talking uh, about these things because we are facing these things. Uh, you know, we are uh, not uh, immune, you know, <laughs> even though we profess to believe that uh, yes. God is sovereign and God is the creator and, and the real for us every day in our life. But, you know, these things can uh, come, that can come to our life. And again, my dear friend listening today, if you uh, come across these sort of things, why not to, um, you know, ask God sincerely to really talk to you and reveal to you? Yes. I'm inviting you to yes. uh, to take uh, advantage of this wonderful offer which we have uh, for today, uh, Steps to Christ. It's a wonderful uh, book which um, talks quite a bit about our Lord Jesus Christ and help us in, even if we are in at the beginning in our journey with God or even if we are, uh, let's say, a bit more advanced, but still can have uh, certain doubts. Why not to revisit this book? But yeah, have this book in your hands, my dear friend. You need to send us a text message to zero four triple eight eight zero eight double one, and the code for this book is one S A one three two S A one. Three, two. David, um, just before I'll ask you maybe to close with a prayer, I would like to just uh, read a little uh, paragraph from this book which we are talking about. Yes. We can be thankful that in heaven, all the things that we do not understand now will be explained and made clear. We may now see only broken plans and failure, but then we shall see God's perfect and beautiful plan for our lives. Yes. What we see now, it's like a dim image in a mirror. Then we shall see face to face. What I know now is only partial. Then I will be complete as complete as God's knowledge of me 
is. This is a beautiful thought from First Corinthians chapter 13. Would you be able, uh, David, to close uh, with a short prayer for us today? Sure. Thank you, dear Heavenly Father, that you promised that you've given an element of faith to everybody and that faith can grow as we look to Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Be with our listeners this evening. Lord, we all have challenges, but we know that you're a greater saviour than our circumstances, our sins, our weaknesses. So may we unite our weakness to your strength our frailty to your enduring might, our ignorance to your wisdom, and our unworthiness to the merits of Christ's blood who died for us. Thank you, Father, that you love us so much in giving us Jesus and the wonderful promises of the Bible. Be with each one of us as we build our faith and disperse our doubts by trusting you in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, uh, David, for being with us today. May God bless you and continue to um, serve God uh, in the beautiful place there in Alice Spring and the surroundings. Uh, looking forward to see you again. Please say hello to your loved ones there. Thank you so much. God bless you. Have a wonderful evening. Thank you, thank you. And my dear friends, uh, please join us again uh, next time when we are going to talk about uh, the Bible and media in a post-biblical culture. Uh, we are going to ask, uh, the first question will be, uh, biblical Christians have a media problem? Until then, may God richly bless you and have a wonderful walk in the footsteps of our Lord Jesus Christ. I'll leave you with a beautiful song now and uh, we'll catch up with you later on. This program has been made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio.
什么？